Lord, good morning everybody. This is Isaac Oluwa Yomiyoye and you're welcome again to Prophetic Insights. Our Prophetic Insight this morning is on salvation and I want us to know that salvation has been abused and misinterpreted. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? I want us to know that salvation is a lot more than just standing up and declaring, Jesus, I want you to save me. I come into your, uh, come into my heart and, uh, you know, the, 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 the salvation prayer that we pray in our churches. It's lovely, it's great, it's wonderful. But please understand that just like marriage, you know, we have said that marriage is the only institute where you get the course before you uh, get the certificate before you run the course. In the same manner, salvation is a situation where you get the uh, initiation before you start running the course. People need to understand that. The moment you stand there to say, Jesus, come into my life, I want you to save me, forgive me my sins. Yes, you are forgiven. Yes, you become a child of God. Yes, you are brought into the fold of God's people. But you need to understand that when you get into the fold, you now need to run the course. You need to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 12. It's not just sitting down there and saying, now that I'm saved, all is well. No, you have a personal responsibility to work it out. You work it out by studying the word. You work it out by living on the word and living by the word. You work it out by fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. You work it out by fellowshipping with the saints in line with divine instructions. You work it out by taking time to bring your life under the standard of the word and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. That is working out your salvation. It's not just about going to church alone. It's not just about uh, being a member of a fellowship or in church alone. You need to put everything together. Both the personal fellowship and the corporate fellowship, they are part of working out your salvation. Can I tell you the truth? Working out your salvation also includes submitting under the leadership of a God-ordained pastor for your life. If you didn't need one, God would not have said he would give you a pastor in Jeremiah 3.15. It's all part of the salvation package. I trust that with this little point this morning, your life will be better. May God bless you. May God give you a great day. saying, I'll see you soon. God bless you. And everybody, this is Isaac Ulua Yomiyoye, and I'd like to welcome you again to Prophetic Insights. This morning, I'd like to share something with us very quickly that I believe will be a blessing to our marriages and also those of us who are not married. This will help you prepare yourself better for marriage. Um, Ephesians chapter 5, which is an anchor scripture for marriage. And I say anchor because a lot of teachings have been um, established around that particular chapter of scripture from verse 21 all the way down to 33. But I'm not going to read the scripture for us this morning. I'd like us to take time and go over it ourselves when you have the opportunity. Um, but this is what I will say about it. Please understand that marriage is great, marriage is sweet. But that scripture gives us a deeper insight into marriage that a lot of us need to understand. And what is that? In marriage, or should I say for marriage to succeed and be sweet and enjoyable, 
the man needs to behave like Christ and the woman needs to behave as she would to Christ. The man must become Christ to his wife and the wife must accept her husband as Christ. That is the summary of that scripture. Because everything there, the man is told, love his wife as Christ loves the church and gave himself for the church. Behave like Christ to your wife. And wife, submit yourself to your own husband. Not because he is a man, but because you see Christ in him. Just like the Bible says that Christ in us is the hope of glory. Definitely, where marriage is concerned, we are expected to abide by the same standards. Wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you would to Christ. That's what the Bible is telling us. And husbands, love your wives as Christ would love the church as Christ loves the church. And remember, Christ loved the church enough to die even when there was not yet a structured organization called church. In the same manner, husband, even when your wife is not behaving in a way that makes her look like a good enough wife, love her. Wives, even when your husband is not behaving Christ-like, submit because God expects us to stand on scriptural standards at all times. May God help us. May God bless us. May your marriages work. And if you're here trusting God for a marriage, I pray for you. The Lord will establish your marital destiny speedily. This is Isaac Olua Yomiye signing out this morning. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Morning everybody. This is Isaac Olua Yomiye and you're welcome once again to Prophetic Insights. This morning I'd like to take us to Psalm 67 and verse 5. The Bible says, let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Say, then shall the earth yield her increase, and God shall bless us, even our God shall bless us, and all the earth will fear him. I want us to understand something, that no matter how bad or terrible you find yourself, uh, a situation you find yourself, you need to learn to give God praise. You need to learn to celebrate God, because that is the key to getting you out of that challenge. Many teachings have gone on about praises, worship and all that, but please understand, it's not just a teaching, it's the truth. The problem is not learning or hearing the message, the problem usually is in applying the message. Many times we don't celebrate God until when we think there is something worth celebrating. And that's why we are often stranded, because we ignore the good things God has done or is doing, and we take them for granted. For example, God has kept you alive and woken you up again this morning, just like he did yesterday, just like he's done for the past God knows how many years that you've been alive on this earth, and you have not yet died and joined the congregation of the dead. Yet you'd wake up and you'd look at the problems that you've been facing. No money, no school, oh this, oh that, oh let me add this to it too and say, oh look at the COVID pandemic, see the way things are bad. And you forget that if God had not kept you alive, you would also be a statistic of negative reports. You'd have been one of the dead or one of the sick or one of those afflicted, but your case has not been like that. You need to step out of that wrong mindset this morning and give God thanks for where you are. Because if you cannot thank Him, then you're not yet qualified to change level. You're not qualified to get out of the sad situation. How do I know this? Malachi chapter 2 from verse 1, it said, This commandment is for you, O priest. If you will not lay to her to give thanks to my name, then I will curse your blessing. May God not curse your own blessing. 
Now you may ask yourself and say, hey, Mr. Man, you just said, oh, you priest. God was talking to the priest. Yes, he was talking to the priest. And in case you don't know, you and I are priests. Because the Bible speaking in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 10, it says, uh, verse 5 rather, it says that you and I, we are kings and priests. And we will serve our God. We are kings and priests. So every child of God is a priest and a king, which means your instruction is clear. You must give thanks or else God will revert things. May God not revert things for you. I'd like you to leave the rest of today celebrating God for everything. Thank him for the bread. Thank him for the opportunity. Thank him for the people. Thank him for yourself. Let me say this to you. If you make Thanksgiving your way of life today, you'll discover that your life will be far better your life will be far brighter and your life will be more enjoyable things will move on faster smoother and easier and guess what else you'll enjoy greater victory this is isaac olua yomiyo saying god bless you enjoy the rest of your day praise the lord good morning everybody you are welcome this is isaac olua yomiyo and you are welcome to Prophetic Insights. Now our thought point this morning is taken from the book of 1 Kings chapter 12 and um, verses 1 all the way down to 14. Now I want us to understand something even though the story starts from chapter 11 actually but um, this is the thought point. Never allow the gift to make you dishonor the giver never allow a gift make you dishonor the giver it doesn't matter what kind of gift it is and it doesn't matter who the giver is perhaps it could be a gift from your father a gift from a friend a gift from a brother someone younger than you older than you never allow that gift make you dishonor the giver you see gifts are great gifts are pleasant gifts are wonderful and everybody loves getting gifts and I hope everybody also should like giving gifts but you need to understand that no gift is ever superior to the giver for example uh, right now in the COVID season everybody's exalting science and exalting medical practitioners which is lovely wonderful they need to be applauded for all the good things they are doing but please remember science is a gift from God God made man and gave man the wisdom and the insight to develop scientific knowledge we should never exalt science above god or make science so great that we will dishonor god and disregard god that would be wrong and in the scripture that i gave us first uh, kings chapter 12 rehoboam who had a gift from his father solomon um, decided that it was better for him to exalt his office his gift above his father so he made such a statement and told him look here even my father was nice to you me i'm gonna be worse i'm gonna be terrible what was he doing he was trying to tell people look here i'm better than my father i'm smarter than my father even at the expense of wise thoughts and uh, men of great stature who could have counseled him and moved him in the right direction he disregarded everybody and what happened he lost the kingdom because of that a man ruling over 12 tribes ended up ruling over just two tribes simply because he despised the father who gave him the gift please don't despise your father don't despise the giver of the gift remember no gift is superior to the giver god bless you <laughs>